0: the rise of stories in this episode we're gonna have just a nice little chat about our thoughts on stories instagram stories facebook story youtube stories future linkedin linkedin stories so stick around we have some cool stats and we're gonna talk about what's our favorite and our least favorite this is the marketing natives providing actionable ways to grow improve and succeed in your business And now, your hosts, Christian and
1: Aaron. Okay, so before we jump too far, I want to talk about what a story is, because I don't know if you use stories or not, Christian, I've never seen one of yours, but um, have you done one before? Stories? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm just playing with you. I'm playing with you. Okay. So, for those of you who are not familiar with stories, they're like a 15-second clip that's like a slice-of-life style video, and it all started really on Snapchat, it's not Slice of Life. You don't do Slice of Life. You said video. It doesn't necessarily have to be a video. It doesn't have to be a video, but it is. it can be up to 15 seconds uh, for the video style. I would encourage people to do the video, but the way that it started anyway was a video, at least from whatever I remember, which was Snapchat. And I remember Snapchat starting it, and then Instagram, I can't remember the time frame, but I remember when Instagram announced, like, hey, we're going to do our own stories feature, and I remember testing them, and it was like Instagram was just, like, crazy how many more people we're looking on stories there. So it's kind of like a little history slash 15 seconds of a picture or video slice of life. And that's kind of explained a story, I guess.
0: Yeah. And I guess it's good to note that stories are on Facebook now. Yes. Stories are, I think, getting added to LinkedIn.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do we- I saw that the other day. Mm-hmm. And I mean, more and more platforms are adding this type of content where. It's just more organic. You can post whatever mm-hmm. you want. You're not as worried about the nitty gritty details about right, the professionalism, the caption or yeah, or does this picture have the right filter X Y Z? Are these the sort of correct hashtags? It's more of a in the moment. You're just posting.
1: Yeah, one of the things that I was as I was doing some research too is like we're now seeing more people. Navigate towards stories before it was like a secondary platform Mm -hmm. you know you went to Instagram and you're like oh I'll check out some stories later but now it's like if you go to Instagram at least for me if I go to Instagram the first thing I look at is stories not necessarily go scroll through the feed as much do you do that or do you look through the feed more it depends on my mood so it could be your first platform, or it could, So it's, mm-hmm. but mostly I guess whenever people started, it was like they went to the platform, they went to Facebook, they went to Instagram, they went to Snapchat mainly to see like specific things uh, on the, I guess the post, Snapchat's a little bit different, but like the post and now you may choose stories over something else. I will say this, on Facebook, I don't ever watch stories. Yeah. And there's like, I don't remember the numbers, but it's only like one and, no, it was like 44%. So 44% of people have looked at a Facebook story in the last month, which is not that much of a, you know. I've looked at two, and I think it was on an accident. But I think that it's one of those things where, like, we're training ourselves to eventually look at stories, and then it will start to take over. And they're giving it as, like, um I don't know, precedence inside of like the feed too because like you look on Facebook right now and it's like the very top are the stories. So they want you to look at them even though we're probably not yet.
0: Yeah. To me, I think like it just feels slower and clunkier. On Facebook?
1: Facebook. Yeah. You can't swipe as easily. Yeah, it is. It is clunkier. So
0: I don't know. Those are just my two cents. But
1: yeah. (sighs) I think it's also one, for those of you who are not aware, you can do a story on Instagram and then post to Facebook. And I think that you can even now, and if this may or may not be correct, I've got to check this, but you can also do a story on Facebook now and then post to Instagram. Um, Jack is shaking his head. He's off camera, but he's shaking his head that that's possible too. So you can go back and forth from whichever platform you and you like to work with, I guess, best. Um, But yeah, it does seem to me like that same story on Instagram doesn't have the same effect on Facebook. It does seem slower, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I guess it's important to know. And I guess also YouTube has their own version of stories, which I didn't know. Uh, They aren't doing as well, but I guess it's important to note that YouTube is trying to do stories and YouTube has 2 billion-ish monthly active users and they're starting to push stories as well so they're trying to figure out a way to incorporate stories into the way that you consume YouTube videos too which I don't know because for YouTube I feel like I go there for more long-form content than short form but maybe they're trying to take up more of that marketplace well I mean if you think about
0: creators on YouTube they don't have a way to necessarily communicate with their audience other than via video right Mm -hmm. so what creators are doing is they're going to Twitter, they're going to Reddit, they're going to all these other places and I think YouTube is paying attention to that and mm-hmm. saying we need to include something like stories where these creators can just ask a quick question you know, to their audience and they're able to just answer it um, within stories and things like that and communicate with their audience through that method instead of just having to do a video and post a video in order to communicate with them and keep them right there on the platform.
1: Yeah. And yeah, you're right. And you can go and find them like to find the email or whatever else like, but you have to search like crazy to try to find it. And there's no direct communication. So we just got confirmation here that like, yeah, stories are available, but you also have to have a large account to be able to do it. So it's like us over here with less than a little bit less than a thousand subscribers. Hopefully by the airing of this video, we hit a thousand. I don't know when it will be out there, but, uh, yeah, we're probably not going to have stories until you become a much larger account. So, I'm curious. Now, I'm also, I also think that it's important to uh, to note that LinkedIn adding stories should be really interesting because LinkedIn you think of as more professional and stories are not as professional. So it's like those people who are like, ah, I don't want to do on LinkedIn because I have to be like, you know, I don't, I can't be myself, or it's not the right place to be myself because LinkedIn is such a B two B slash. I <clears throat> consider it more of like the you're going to a business casual event versus you're going to hang out with friends like on instagram or facebook but now adding the stories feature it allows you to be in your office or us doing a story literally like this where we could be doing something professional but it's more uh, less polished i guess so i think that will be a huge explosion on linkedin yeah
0: i mean i've seen like for example on on TikTok, you see professional people professional finance coaches and things like mm-hmm. that i um, trying to hit a younger demographic and I mean, they're doing an excellent job still being professional, um, but using the platform in a way that it's just highly engaging with the audience. So I think with LinkedIn, obviously they want to attract more people and all that. So it's just a matter of time till everyone has a, a mixture of mm-hmm. everything, you know, um, we're talking specifically about stories, but you know, all these platforms eventually kind of look the same even though LinkedIn is more towards professionals, mm-hmm. they're, they're still adding some of the features from, you know, uh, Instagram. And eventually, like, maybe even things like from TikTok, um, which just seems counterintuitive from a, just looking at the other platform and seeing like, okay, this is for this type of demographic. Um, but I think that type of demographic is also on those other platforms and doing those things already. So mm-hmm. they're already trained to you know, use those tools. It's just a matter of, yeah, like you're saying, implement it in a different way. So it's not going to be dancing videos or anything like that. Right. But it's still going to be highly consumable content, highly valuable content, right? Um, Right there from within LinkedIn.
1: Yeah. I'm probably most excited about that. The YouTube one we can't really touch as well, but LinkedIn. Yeah, that's a good point. And it's also, I guess, important to note that With the LinkedIn stories, we don't know like if that's going to be a really good reach too because LinkedIn has crazy organic reach right now. So like are there stories and you got 10,000 followers or 5,000 connections or whatever, are you going to reach all of those people? Whereas Instagram and Facebook, they know they can't reach those people. So will you be able to reach a ton of people doing that? Um, So it may be something to note for you as a business owner. If LinkedIn is your platform of choice and you're already getting a bunch of organic reach once they roll out live video for you in which they've rolled that out, but... Um, stories for you that may be something to jump on because the platform's creating that feature for a reason. So the reach may be insane. <laughs> All right, guys, so this is your favorite part of the podcast where we tell you a little bit more about Bit Branding, or tell you some offers that we have. And currently, at least for these next few episodes, we're gonna continue to talk about our website, Cost, Cost Calculator. This is where you, as a business owner, entrepreneur, can go and find out exactly how much it costs for you to build a new website. This is, whether it's an e-commerce site, a redesign, a brand new site, brand new business, does not matter. You just need to go over to calculator.bitbranding.co and you'll be able to fill out the information there and get an accurate quote instantly. So it takes you five or 10 minutes to fill it out. Find out how much it's going to cost for you to build an effective website. And like I said, it can be e-commerce, a redesign, um, or it can be a completely custom website. We can answer all of that for you. It's a really cool calculator. Make sure you go over to calculator.bitbranding.co, fill it out, and it is free. I forgot to mention that part. <laughs> Okay, so we're back, and I want to cover cover a few stats that we pulled off of. I think it was social media today, so we cite them correctly. So number one, 73% of marketers uploaded two or more marketing videos to YouTube in the last month, which is important. Those people aren't necessarily doing stories, but the, the important part is that they're actually creating content for the platform for something like YouTube, and marketers are at, like growing with that. So that's a good chunk of and that includes us too, we've uploaded more than two videos, but a good chunk of people who are marketers are uploading content to YouTube, which hopefully when they roll out the stories feature for everybody, means that there'll be more videos uploaded for uh, the platform as well. So that's number number one there. Um, Another interesting stat that I found anyway is 72% of marketers post branded content to Facebook stories once a week or more, which seems like really high to me. Do I don't know if they count the fact that we post on Facebook story, Facebook or sorry, Instagram stories, and then we share that to Facebook. If they're counting that too, if so, then I agree with it. If not, like we aren't going to at least our agency, we're not going and creating a Facebook branded story and then going releasing it specifically there. We do it on Instagram and then share, but it's kind of an ambiguous number there on whether or not it's.
0: You're saying coming from Facebook, right? Versus just reposting it from Mm Instagram. I mean, I think they're counting both.
1: Yeah, I would assume so. Just because that number seems really high, and both of us have just said that we aren't really going the other way, and we're not going from Facebook to Instagram as much as we are from Instagram to Facebook. And I feel like a lot of people are going that direction anyway because we started with Instagram Stories, so it's native, it feels right, and then it's just a matter of clicking a button to go to Facebook versus. Creating it on Facebook. Yeah.
0: Um, The third tidbit to know is that audiences want brand stories to be useful, easy, and authentic. I think the main thing that pops up in my head here is useful and easy because I see a lot of people doing stories where, and I'm talking about people, but also brands, where they would repost. Like, if you create a, a, a uh, Instagram story right. and you have text on it and then I go and repost it and then I add my own text on it, mm-hmm. like, you get super confused on what to read first, who posted, to, you know, what what text belongs to what post. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people are doing that. And it's just so much text on these stories. And it's just, like, a mess. And it's not... Easy or useful um, when it comes to that. So, I think to some extent, people are using stores incorrectly when it comes to the amount of text and maybe not using a signature text that they use all the time. Right. So, like that would maybe signal to me, like, oh, yeah, this is. Aaron's font that he always uses with the blue background or whatever. Right. Um, and that would be easier to consume and digest versus seeing like a bunch of different fonts with different backgrounds with, from a previous post and then the current post.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so to me, that, I think that's the the worst thing that I've seen on a story so far. It's the amount of text and then you're not knowing what the heck is going on.
1: Right. Yeah. Text should... I guess just to clarify, the text should help you move either the picture or the video. Like you can have text on a picture or video, but it should move you f- through something. So if you're, yeah, take it. Like Christian has a picture of him with uh, with a beard and without a beard or whatever. And he's telling people like, hey, this is before and this is after. He's using the text. I've seen it. I know what you're talking about too. I, I've mainly seen it from consumers more so than brands because um, I know brands who have like reposted when people have tagged them. And yeah, it looks really bad because they obviously don't have a social media team or something They're like, look, you know, somebody uh, reused us and it's like, okay, yeah, this just look, it just makes them look bad. But I see it also from a lot of consumers where it's like, all right, I tag you, then you share it. And then it gives me the option too. Cause it's like, oh, you used it and added it to your story. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to share it again. So it's like this like really long window of, okay, Aaron created the post, Christian shared the post, Aaron reshared the post and it's, yeah, it just gets I oh don't know, way too not effective either because I feel like it's bad for you and it's bad for me. It's like it's cool that we reshared this picture, but now we've ruined it because nobody. Yeah, it's knows. like a
0: picture within a picture within a picture within a picture. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I used to try to. I probably spent too much time trying to figure out like, okay, who actually posts this picture, and then you can never get back to the person unless you go to the person's profile. Yeah. So the point is that was not easy to follow and it's not easy for people to, um, have the stories. And I guess what it, this, when Christian read that, the audiences want brand stories to be useful, easy, and authentic. Um, yeah, it's don't try too hard. Like if your brand is the one that likes to put your face in front of it, great. Do that and add text to it. Cause we like to see that. Or if you're the one who likes to tell the story through pictures, do that. Like, there's no right or wrong way to do it, but if you are making it easy and it is authentic and it is engaging, then it's going to do really well. There's no, um, I think you taught this last month about it doesn't matter to Instagram whether or not it's a picture or a video, it's their way to do the same, right? So I don't know if right, that's... The
0: a, algorithm takes the same, it's whatever your audience prefers
1: right. at that point. So if they're engaging with it, it's going to work. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's all the tips we had. I don't know if you had any extra ones. Um, If there was uh, anything that... I really wanted to throw this out there because I think it's important to talk about stories, which is why I chose the topic, but I didn't know if there was anything recent that you've... I'm asking this to Christian, um, and you guys too, um, whether or not there's something on stories that you've seen or you've enjoyed. Um, I know there's a lot of people, at least our friend of ours anyway, who's trying to sell like presets or whatever for stories to start branding them. Do you think that's a good thing or do you like that? Do you think it's cool, unique, like brands should do that or consumers should do something like that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Instagram has given you the ability to do that, so why not take advantage of it? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think what Aaron's talking about is um, stickers. So on your phone, if you go to your regular camera roll and then you copy a picture and you go back to Instagram, that picture is going to show up in the little corner on the stories mm-hmm. as for you to paste that right into your story. So a good friend of ours, he created transparent PNGs, saved them to his camera roll and his phone. And he just copied those pictures and paste them on Instagram stories and they come out as cutouts. Right. Mm-hmm. So he gets able to sort of interpolate pictures with kind of like cool wooden backgrounds and, um, just some nice gradients and just a lot of different cool things, um, that he's doing with that. So absolutely. Like I haven't really seen a lot of people do that. Um, actually almost nobody, um, except for him.
1: Another one of our friends um, does it too. Benny. He's been doing it. And for probably tr- because of Franklin. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so I mean, yeah, it's, it's absolutely genius. And I think that'll be the, the last tip would be to, you know, use all the tools that Instagram has given you, um, Yes. um, there was something recently, I guess the, the grid type, um, Oh yeah, layout. Feature layout. Yeah. So within the stores, you're able to kind of do a forward grid or half and half or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so that, I mean, they're giving you all these tools. So it's just a matter of experimenting and, and trying to use all these things, um, to your advantage. And I mean, that's what Franklin did. He saw an opportunity there too. Hey, what if I do a transparent, mm-hmm. you know, background, save it to my phone and use it as a sticker and it worked.
1: Yeah. So. so, and I guess from that is the the point that we're getting at is you should just continue to test things and continue to work because he could have been happy just writing text and would have been completely fine but now he found stickers and like you said, nobody else is really doing it and we both follow probably some bigger accounts and bigger brands and bigger people still aren't even doing stuff like that. So, Um, at least he's standing out you guys should check him out though too Uh, i will uh, link up uh, his website i don't remember exactly where you can buy those um those stickers but posterboy.me is where you can find it and it's poster.boi or posterboi.me and we'll put a link in here that's his handle
0: i think if you could search him on instagram you'll find the link in there.
1: Find the link for the mm-hmm. um, the stickers. Yeah, so go check him out. He's got some cool stuff, very creative guy and I also think that yeah, the maybe you may even be able to talk him into hey, create some branded ones for me if you don't know how to do that. So be really cool for you to do. Yeah. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the marketing natives. Um, I hope this episode added a lot of value to you and more so just helped you think differently about stories or think a little bit more about the platform because stories are not just a secondary platform anymore. People are using them like crazy and you should figure out a way that you can get your brand out there to tell more stories through stories. Um, so if this is your first time listening to the podcast, please make sure to go over to Apple iTunes, um, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you're listening to. Hit that subscribe button. And if you've been listening for a while, what we really would love to have happen is for you to go leave us an honest rating and review over on Apple Podcasts. This allows us to continue to make great content for you to allow us, um, if you have an episode of, an, or an idea for an episode, we'll happily talk about that. But we just want to know how we can make the podcast better for you and leaving a review does that. So we'll talk to you guys next week. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding.